up, everybody? We back for another week. You know what podcast it is. It's the Roll Ones Podcast, everybody. King Duke Sandy, Brando jumping out the gym, Josiah the Browns. We back again another week consecutively. We didn't take a break this time. We ain't taking another month's hiatus. I mean, we actually might do that again in like two more weeks, but bear with us. We're here now. That's what's important. So now while we're talking, Brandon, tell the people how you feeling today. Y'all here. That's not enough. That's all I got. Just how tell us how you feeling today. You know, I was feeling better. It was kind of late, though, so let's get this mug rolling, people. Late? Yes. Technically, this is earlier than what we normally started. Last week, we started at like 10, I think. I mean, you're not wrong, but I've been so used to starting early now. It's just... It's not the same. <laughs> I get it. Either way, we all got busy schedules. Get used to it. Get over it. We about to get this show started. We gonna go ahead and jump right into the sports talk because that's what I'm here for. You already know. And in the football world, Josiah, your boy AB still clowning. What we say, bro? What did we say all the weeks ago? This man crazy. This man crazy. Uh, I, I recall you saying that's your boy. And you're gonna fight with him to the end. Wasn't that what you said? Huh? Oh, we got receipts. What? <laughs> Who said that? You better go I, check I two episodes ago. I, I, I think my exact words that. was, Chris, you wild. Let this man go. Uh, First off, the only t- when I sided with AB, that was over the original uh, sexual assault allegations he's had, which I believe were not fully true. And due to the fact that nothing else has come from that, mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say I was kind of right in that situation. But here... This man has lost it. And I'm going to go out on the whim and I'm going to say it. I feel like this man is on drugs. He's definitely on something. We talked about it yesterday. I know you brought up CTE. Brandon brought up CTE. But I feel like this is... CTE could definitely play a part in this, but I feel like drugs definitely play a part in this also. No, so, I mean, like... I need to... Wait, okay, okay, okay. So, he walling out now. But what makes you think the sexual allegations wasn't true, like... He probably just been wilding out low key this whole time. I mean, anybody that's like, what cool. makes you so confident about that stuff compared to this? Is it because it's on film? Oh, hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, the proof is in the pudding there. So I mean, you gotta actually go with it there since you do actually see it. But the main thing from the sexual uh, assault allegations, why I didn't really believe it, just because the story didn't stay consistent. You know what I mean? It's like she's saying she's saying one thing, but. The appearance is clearly showing us something else. And then when she goes back into the story, there's always a change. Like, it went from a sexual assault, uh, one one kind of sexual assault, to, oh, this happened multiple times, to, oh, this happened even, like, numerous times every time we linked up. So, in a sense, like, I'm, I guess I kind of am a victim blamer in this situation, so I'll just go ahead and say it. But... At the same time, I'm kind of like, if this is a numerous, uh, something that's happened on numerous occasions, mm. why are you still linking up with this man? Because it's not like he's kidnapping her. I understand the scenarios of what can happen and everything, but the fact is, you're still, like, she was still going to see him on her own willpower. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't uh, a manipulation type deal. So that's why, with the sexual assault thing, I was kind of like, hmm. Antonio Brown probably crazy, but I don't really think he's like that crazy in a sense. But with this, yeah, yeah. he, he yeah. crazy now. <laughs> this, this man wild. <laughs> this man. I don't know, man. Like you still, at the end of the day, like you still can't really blame the victim, even if she is going out of her way to see him every day. 
it's still hard to blame the victim for the whole sexual, like the exact actions of sexual assault. Because like we see that with, with a lot of cases, like mm-hmm. people always go back. So it's like kind of hard to just like let things go like that. So it's kind of hard to just solely blame it on her or her, her false testimony, if that's what it was, or alleged false testimony. So I'm just saying that. Plus all these, like these antics that he's been doing, it's been a timeline of this man. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I just find it hard to just completely shun everything as far mm-hmm. as the the allegations from everything else that had trickled down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I yeah. have to agree with that. I get that too. And, uh, to piggyback off what Brandon said, when you mention all his other antics, like with the timeline of his other, we've all seen those things in real time. You know what I mean? Like we've seen yeah. all those things the day of as they happen. The thing with the sexual assault allegations, like, those allegations came up from years ago. Yeah. I mean, years they only ago. started coming up the moment AB started messing up. So yeah, I get mo- what you're like, saying, Chris, because it like, soon- just showed up out of nowhere. I, I get yeah. it. Like, as soon as he got his way up out of the Raiders, yeah. like, that's when everything started, like, crumbling down for him. Yeah. And what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, people, we live in a society where people want us to take sexual assault seriously and I'm all for that and I do take sexual assault seriously but people also don't take seriously when someone's lying about their sexual assault you know what I mean because in the same token you're saying we can't blame the victim okay I give you that because once again like neither of us know it, like what's true or what's not Yeah. but in the situation so you want me to side with the victim and then call Antonio Brown a rapist in a situation where he might not even be a rapist then so you know I, what I'm saying? I kind of think we need to treat this how everybody treated like the Jason Smollett situation. You know, we Juicy Smollett. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like we're not gonna say nothing, but we know, we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, exactly, we're just gonna leave it at that for now. Brandon, did you have another two cents or? or no, no, I said my piece about, but uh, I don't know. Like I guess because like when you think about it, prior to this whole year, and or I say maybe even two years. Yeah. Like I didn't even know, but like when when AB was just known for football, mm-hmm. I didn't even know how he sounded for it. I didn't know how this man like sound. I didn't know how his voice sounded when he was just known strictly for football and being arguably the best wide receiver in the league for ample seasons. Like I don't know, it's just weird how his life is starting to spiral out of control so sudden. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Which is kind of why I blamed it on the CTE because. <laughs> It's spiraling all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I get the CTE like, thing, but it's like he took that hit like three three years ago, potentially. Three, maybe yeah. four years ago. And I understand those hits has a lingering effect and they last long. I mean, if we're not just going to talk about that one hit. Yeah. But that it adds up like money, dude. I know it adds up like money do, but that's the hit that like started everything off. That gave him a concussion that set him out. He got injured. Yeah. And he was pretty much under like monitorization ever since then. After that, and then after and that, stress is wear and tear. Yeah, wear and tear and stress from all these situations probably maybe started affecting him now. <laughs> You're not wrong. It could be drugs. It could be a lot of different things. But something is clearly I mean, he got, wrong. He got, a, he got a coat from it somehow. But either way, well, my main point was saying was with that hit being three, four years ago, we see players like Brandon Cooks who literally has a concussion every Perfectly week. Perfectly fine. Literally has a concussion every week. And he may have CTE, but he's not 
acting out in the in the ways Antonio Brown is. Like, but we can't we can't even do that because it depends on the person. Yeah, that's how like behavioral the traits are big factors in right, that. Right, right. I understand that, but how many people that's been diagnosed with CTE have we heard stories of them having these kind of antics? And so far, on paper, one person. <laughs> who just out? Who killed himself? Okay, uh, two people then. <laughs> but who's the other one then? Aaron Hernandez. What? First off, you gonna stop blaming CTE for Aaron Hernandez. First off, this man was a killer by known affiliation because he was a gang member. That had nothing to do with CTE. He, he was definitely already was killing people before. He was CTA. already a gang member, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he already but, had childhood trauma. Bro, but watching that, like, watching that documentary, this man was not a criminal like he like and this is what i mean by he's not a criminal like of course he did criminal acts but he was not about that life <laughs> like for real for real <laughs> i say for aaron hernandez he hasn't been fully right he he was never fully right in the head i'll say that yeah you know what i mean like he was never given the chance well he probably was given a chance but you saw the whole documentary just due to his circumstance and everything it was very hard for him to make something positive out of what he came out of you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah and that's told that's unrelated to ct and everything that was somebody like antonio brown who is either fighting somebody one week professing to become a rapper the next week dropping diss tracks on gms and, and qbs the next week I just can't see how we're getting it's the CTE acting up out of all these antics. But I know plenty I have seen plenty of people who are under the influence of drugs who have acted like the way Antonio Brown is acting now. I mean, all the situations y'all bringing up is plausible. Orlando Brown? Bobby Brown? We got two right there. Chris Brown. Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown wilding right now. He's saying he can't That man was crazy, bro. Exactly. All the people that's wilding like that were on drugs. All these <laughs> and also their last name was Brown. <laughs> yeah, I see. Did, did you say Chris Brown? He did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like you're saying, bro. Like all these situations y'all bringing up are plausible, but you know, it, it can literally go either way. It could literally be anything. But I think CTE could be a good choice. Well, not a good choice, but like a main cause because he does play football, and that usually is the association with these situations. So, I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. Hey, man, so much brain trauma. <laughs> not even CTE, just brain trauma and brain damage, period. We're going to see what his 30 for 30 come out with the real cause, what the real cause of everything was. We're going to find out. Well, I, ho- I hope he won't be dead when that comes out. Let's, let's pray. Maybe just the year. <laughs> Maybe just the year. Hopefully until the end. Like, let him just be regular. <laughs> I don't even know that's possible anymore, bro. <laughs> Hopefully Antonio Brown gets the help you need. Well, while we got the ball rolling, let's talk about someone else that's in the NFL. Quarterback, well, now former quarterback of the New York Giants. Eli Manning has officially put in his retirement bid, saying he's done with the league. Uh, I actually don't even know exactly how many years he's been in the league. I but he's finally out of there. 18, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Finally out of there. So the topic of discussion is, is Eli a Hall of Famer? I'm gonna cast in my vote now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. Finally. Unfortunately, I, I always say he was a Hall. Of, we always agreed that he was a Hall of Famer just off of his two Super Bowl rings. Oh, I agree with that. I never agreed with the fact that he was a uh, 
I forgot what we just had. A, t- a top 10, a top 20 quarterback all time? Uh, Whatever quarterback argument we was having, yeah, and we yeah, was having an argument about uh, if he was better, if he was greater than Vic. And I was like, nah, he's not greater than Vic. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's the argument where I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not signing with Eli on that. But is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, because if we're being quite, if we're being quite honest, for the bar, don't get me wrong, the bar is high, but in the same token, it's not that hard to become a Hall of Famer for a quarterback. You know what I mean? Throw for, throw for about mm, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 yards, get you at least a ring, have a couple winning seasons, you know, even have your name in there for MVP once or two times, and I'm pretty sure you might even, you'll be a Hall of Famer at the end of the day. It's gonna, I feel like it's going to take a minute for him to get off that ballot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not going to Like a really long either. time. There's a lot yeah, of yeah. quarterbacks over there. Exactly. So that kind of shows you what, of course not no first ballot, mm-hmm. but that kind of shows you what kind of, like, what kind of Hall of Famer he would be. <laughs> if, it's, if it takes you a long time, you should be put in a certain bracket. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I mean, they don't have bracket. It's... They're going to give him all the clout he want. And at the end of the day, he's going to go down as one to, well, I say he's the best. Is he the best New York Giants quarterback? Um, he a top two. Probably a top three. Hmm. He's the best Giants quarterback. He won the two rings, so I mean, he kind of yeah, has he's to the be. Best Giants quarterback. If not the best, at least the second best, at least. So. He's the best Giants quarterback, bro. <laughs> he got them two rings. What other Giants quarterback won them a ring? Uh, uh, uh. The field sample? No, I got time to do Giants history. I don't even like the Giants. <laughs> I don't either. Just, just, <laughs> just chalk it up to Eli being the best Giants quarterback. <laughs> I almost said Phil Sims, but I don't know. Did he have two rings? I forget. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. You had to pick back up on that one. Yep, he got two rings. Well, well, ha He's not the best to do it. But Shout out Briggs. Okay. So did Nick Bowles. So to he, but okay. Oh, <laughs> We're talking about the best Giants quarterback. We're not talking about Nick Bowles. <laughs> well, you brought up beating Brady, and I brought up someone else who did it. Okay. Well, let me explain what I was about to say. <laughs> Phil Sims didn't beat Brady. <laughs> Brady, <laughs> Brady is wasn't the best there. <laughs> Brady is the best quarterback of all time. So if Eli beat the best quarterback of all time two times, then guess what? <laughs> I'm right now. I can't talk to you. <laughs> Not to mention he's the only quarterback to beat Brady. Chris, you'd be the same person that says if this person beats me and they go off to win the championship, I don't feel that bad because I lost to the champion. It's the same thing. <laughs> That, I don't equate great uh, uh, greater than value to that. I'm just saying, oh, everyone lost to him. It's no big deal now. What does that have to do? What does that have to do? Same thing in this case. What does what does that have to do with you saying Eli beat Brady twice, so that makes him the greatest Giants quarterback? That's enough said right there. I, 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 get, with I, get, I get I get what you're saying. I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I'm just saying, how do those? How does that statement? And me saying, okay, we lost to them, but they won the championship, so it's whatever. How does how do those two sentences like even equate? Bill Sims didn't go against <laughs> the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> Period. <You're> right. <laughs> and and no right. other no other QB from the Giants has gone against a greatest player and won. Let me let me no. find out. 
Let me find out, Bill. Seeing him beat Joe Montana. Let me see. Super Bowl. <laughs> now you know he Yo, did it. Chris. Now you know he did it. Beat that man. <laughs> nah, now you know he didn't do that. <laughs> Come on, man. I can hope. <laughs> you got to give it to him, bro. Congrats, Eli. You had a great career. Eli, you're the greatest man. In. That's where I go. Ooh, you know how I feel about Peyton. Don't look at me like that. I mean, I feel you know, the same I way. I don't but... have a problem with that <laughs> statement. <laughs> See, I know how I feel about Peyton. You get that, man. Anywho, enough with this Manning talk because they actually made me pretty uncomfortable and I hate the Mannings. So, let's talk about the Raiders, y'all. Raiders, y'all already know. They're done with Oakland. Isn't this, like, isn't this like the second time they've been done with? Yep, this is like the second or third time they've been done with Oakland because they used to be the Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, Oakland's not good at keeping teams. You're safe. <laughs> how you how you lose the same team twice? They didn't offer enough money twice. That's wild. <laughs> Anywho, if you don't know, the Raiders will be playing for Las Vegas next year. The Las Vegas Raiders. And that sounds horrible, but give it some time. It's gonna grow in us. Uh which I think is coming for the Raiders in the next few years. Clearly, like we just said, they're moving to Las Vegas. You think well, I'll just say what I think first. Mm-hmm. I think the NFL is going to do with the Raiders what they did with the Rams the first year they went to L.A. Hype them up, make them greatness, take them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that happening make them, too. <laughs> make them like the most unstoppable offense we've ever seen, and then Derek Carr's going to fold. Yeah, as always. I mean, unless they get a new quarterback, which might be possible considering we do have two quarterbacks as, you know, free agents this year in Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers. Any yeah. of them? Any of those quarterbacks put them over the hump? Um, um I still know. think they need some receivers. To be honest, the Raiders don't have a really good receiver core, even though they do have Waller at tight end. Mm-hmm. So if shoot, if Brady couldn't win with the Patriots with that offense, he's not gonna do nothing with the Raiders. Same thing goes for uh, Melvin Gordon. I mean, not mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon for uh, <laughs> Philip uh, mm-hmm. Rivers. Be uh, right. I feel like. Philip Rivers would give me a good piece or whatever. This is that veteran piece. Cause I, I mean, to be honest with you, I even though I don't think Brady's coming back, I just can't really see him successful in a different, in another, in another set. Especially not the Raiders set. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't see him really operating the same, like or how we're how we're accustomed. Tim operating in Belichick's set with the Gruden. Like, I don't see that working out at all. I, I know y'all can't even see that working out. No. Brady and, and Gruden? I think it actually can work out. And I feel like it can just because Josiah already said they have Darren Waller at tight end. They already have a running back in uh, Josh Jacobs. You have two first-round picks this year, which one could most likely be a receiver, or even both of them could might, might be, be a receiver, depending but on you what you know the running gag. You know the running gag is that Jay Gruden still thinks it's 2002. Hey, bro. He almost took him to the playoffs. So does Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> but that works. <laughs> I mean, nah, you got to give it a chance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think Brady going to be successful with another team other than the Patriots. Yeah, what I would like to say is I don't think Brady can win another ring with another team but the Patriots. But I think he can have some still some decent to good seasons with other teams. And that's low key my stance on on the whole. Does Brady need Belichick or does uh, Belichick need Brady? Brady needs Belichick. They need each other. Yeah, they need each other. They need each other. The ring came together. I think. 
Cause who in that division with the Raiders though? It's Oakland, KC, Denver, and am I missing? Who am I missing? Um, oh, San Diego. Yeah. Well, Los Angeles Chargers. So I mean, if the Chargers lose Rivers, they don't have a quarterback now. Let's say Brady goes something. I see the Raiders could definitely beat out the uh, Broncos for the uh, second seed in that in that division. Chiefs would probably still, still have a stronghold in that division. That's for so. So the Chiefs would probably definitely still be the first. Will be in the first seed in the AFC if that change of power happens. And then uh, Raiders could might maybe slip into a wild card. Maybe it's definitely possible. Like I wouldn't rule them out, especially because this year what they did was actually honestly surprising to me. Because they mm-hmm. came in this year and still almost made playoffs. I think they were like what one game off. So I mean, like, yeah, they were like, mm-hmm. and that's without any offensive pieces, for real, for real. So yeah, I mean, you put a better quarterback under center, they could definitely pull something off. Mm-hmm. Get a few more defensive pieces. Now I don't think they, yeah. win, they ain't gonna win the ring, but they can definitely make it to playoffs. I give them that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think John Gruden's actually building something. He's on to something over there. He's getting close. He might not actually get there, but he's getting close. I believe if if he get rid of Derek Carr, I'll believe it. Come on, man. Derek Carr can be a backup. Yeah, a backup, exactly. <laughs> he can't start <laughs> that team no more. It's time to get rid of Come on, man. Come on. Don't do that, Derek Carr. He, he can play for the Rams. Anyone can play for the Rams. Besides the two quarterbacks that they signed to the Rams. Look, come on. Look, man. They're, they went to the Super Bowl. This man muted himself. <laughs> Me and just okay. The crazy part is me and Josiah said the same thing at the same time, but y'all didn't hear me because I was muted. <laughs> like we, at the same time, we said anybody can play for the Rams, and I was like, mm, 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 but y'all couldn't hear me. But it's okay. We will keep going. <laughs> so what? The, so what? The Rams? Since y'all think anybody can play for the Rams, why do y'all feel that way towards them? Have you seen their quarterback right. situation? What, what, what should I be for the Rams, bro? What should I be? Bro. The only thing that Jared Goff got going for him is he he's tall. He went to a Super Bowl. Not off the what? playing style. And did you did you see how he performed in the Super Bowl? Terrible. Did you see his face? He, was he didn't risky. know he was there. He took risk that game, okay? No. <laughs> and we you know, Chris put with Sean McVay, them receivers at the time in that defense. That is it. Did those risks get him points? Three. <laughs> no, that's because he had one of the best kickers in the league. <laughs> man, still couldn't score. Look, man. Jared Goff. I didn't. I didn't know quarterbacks can score three points. Yeah, you get me field position. The quarterback. Yeah, scores yeah, those, three points. Yeah, those points go. Last down. time I checked, Jared Goff can't kick a ball. <laughs> Listen, man. You're not gonna do this. Like when a quarterback leads his team in the field goal position, like they don't credit that quarterback for leading the drive to that point. I'm pretty sure they ran the ball. He doesn't score. They were definitely using CJ Anderson to get the run game. Listen, man, I'm trying to make a pass. Not even their best running back. Right. The running back is not even on their team anymore. Jared Goff makes way too much money to be that bad. It's as simple as that. Now, if he was still on a rookie contract, I'd be like, well, we could still give him a chance or something like that. But no, this man's getting paid to be that terrible. You can't do that. Listen, Jared Goff, I still believe in you. Even when these two 
bozos don't. Wow. I believe you should be on another team as a backup. I feel like uh, you only saying this because Everett was cooking you this year. So that's how you going to do me? That's how you going to do me? You was late, You was late and you said me being hungry was not your problem. So I had to get you back. Wow. First of all, I hope whatever you do get to eat after this podcast is cold and nasty. Ooh. Oh, that's, oh, that's just disrespectful. Oh, I don't like cold food. And nasty. But anywho, you might end up on my state your issue if you keep talking. So I'm going to keep the ball rolling. What's All up, right. Bro? Off the Rams, on to this new NFL rules that they want to implement. They're going to test it out in the Pro Bowl this year. The rule being there are no more onside kicks. Instead, the team who wants to do well, who would be doing the onside kick, would now instead do a fourth and 15. And if they convert that, um, I'm, I'm assuming they keep the ball. Is that right, Josiah? Yeah, sounds about right to me. That rule is trash. If I didn't do that in the Pro Bowl, is that supposed to make it exciting? No. I mean, what else they going to test it at? <laughs> Why is this a rule being tested, though? A preseason game? <laughs> um, a, the Hall of Fame game? <laughs> Look, man, they thought the Pro Bowl uh, would be a good idea. It would be a good idea to go test this, bro. They test things every who year. Thought, who thought of this rule to even be up for testing, though? You know, bro, they like to make NFL safer those guys. Bro, the ref ain't even going to watch to see if it works because nobody watches the Pro Bowl. I just don't. Nobody watches the Pro Bowl. That's, that's exactly that's why they're testing it. Pro Bowl is if it doesn't turn out bro. well, nobody going to know. Bro, but these skill challenges is lit, but the Pro Bowl. Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I just don't understand. If they did implement this into a real season, you know how mad a team is going to be. Let's say a team scores. So, like, okay, we're going to get the ball back. Well, we're about to get the ball. We're going to get our chance to score now. And this team, instead of going for an onside kick, they do a 4th and 15 and just get the ball right back and keep the clock running. It's going to be the Dolphins' breadwinner. It's going to be the Dolphins' breadwinner. The Ravens or the Chiefs, bro, you can't have them a 4th and 15, bro. Like, you're not going to stop them like that. Especially the Ravens. Fourteen twenty-five. This is gonna be the Dolphins' breadwinner for beating the Patriots, bro. I call, I'm calling right here. You touchdown every time, bro. Touchdown. You guys smoke my team today or something? Like, no. It's just, <laughs> you know, you know that those miracle plays that the Dolphins be pulling out just to beat y'all, and that's not even that's not even me making fun of your team. That's the fact. That's the every year thing. Brandon team go farther than my team one time, and now he all on my bumper. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. Sit there and look soft. Okay. In the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> Before I bring up 2014 again. Uh-uh. My quarterback. My, hey, 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 hey. Mm-hmm. hey mm-hmm. You, you threw that pick. You threw that pick. I made me call Ryan Tannehill. Oh. Cheryl Tannehill, should I call him? First of all, I like Ryan Tannehill. So yeah, heard y'all, y'all would like him too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Anywho. I'm your boy with the sports. We got more things coming your way on this podcast. No need to talk about it. Let's be about it. So, Josiah, what you got for us? Shoot, I was going to throw out the TV stuff, but I'm kind of curious, bro, because Brandon was telling me about some stuff about the Grammys, and I kind of want to see what he got to say. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not much as far as music come like, releases, like, at the end of January, so, but it is Grammy time. So, they celebrated Nipsey's, uh, Nipsey Hussle's life with a, a tribute and I, I believe Meek Mill's performing 
Roddy Rich is performing and YG is performing during the Grammys for his little tribute, which um, was dope. I think, I think YG DJ got Khaled, arrested, actually. He got out. Oh, okay, I must say, I don't know if he's still performing, though. I mean, yeah, he's a celebrity, but they get out the same day. Come on. Not A.B. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Continue. <laughs> yeah, but so I think that's going to be Shit, bro, last year, last year, uh, uh. who was it? Young Thug was arrested before the Grammys and had to perform, performed, went back to jail. So, <laughs> that man is really the GOAT. <laughs> hey, Sarah, you performed. You're coming right back here. Don't forget. <laughs> and then bailed out. Like, that man was is really the GOAT. But nah, so, mm. I don't know. I feel like the Grammys isn't dropping the ball with this one. Like, I feel like they actually... You know, commending somebody that's well deserving of this tribute. Cause like, even though if Nipsey was mad underground, we always talked about this when we brought up Nipsey throughout the year. He was mad underground for a long time, and his his last album that came out was amazing, and it should have been Grammy nominated, which is which it was. It didn't win. Um, but I don't know. He he definitely deserved all the respects that they given him, especially with the platform of Academy Award like the Grammy. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so, glad they're doing something like that. Because like you were saying, like, Nipsey does deserve that type of respect. So, yeah, that's good. For sure. Yeah. Other than, that, uh, other than that, I mean, I'm kind of excited because, you know, album of the year, that's going to be a good – or album of the year, of course. Rap album of the year, rap song of the year, all that stuff. Like, it's going to be interesting. To, like, I don't really – Hold the Grammy. Y'all, y'all can speak how, how y'all feel about the Academy Awards or specifically the Grammys yourself. But like, I don't really hold it to that. I don't. I don't give it enough power that a lot of people should, or at least I used to, uh-huh. because like the Grammys have given the wrong people awards for years. Yeah. Critic, like critically, like the people's champs, like even even the critics, like even the um the journalists has been covering these people for like all year. They giving the wrong people the wrong awards, bro. So like, I feel like Taylor Swift is gonna sweep, even though nobody talked about her album last year, bro. I listened to it and liked a few songs, but as a as a culture. Nobody talked about her album, but I know that she's gonna sweep and get her Grammys. But it is what it is, bro. How y'all, how y'all be feeling about the Academy Awards, specifically the Grammys? So the Grammys, I kind of well, I do hold the Grammys in uh, respect when it comes to like the overall like awards and music because like it is like the granddaddy of them all in a sense. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I take it with a grain of salt because we all know who's like who's the ones controlling it and voting and everything. So. Yeah. If I see one of my artists get snubbed, of course I'm gonna be mad. But at the same time, I understand. We understand where we at. We're at in music, yeah. and we understand like what it is. And when it comes to award shows, so it's like half the time like they're not even justified. Well, long as I know and other people know the truth, then I don't really care. Like, yeah, what an award got to say. Yeah, it's kind of hard on the matter too. Like I know most of my favorite like rappers, singers, or whatever artists are gonna be pretty much every single year. Cause that's literally what happens every single year. So I mean, I you, you exactly. You really just gotta take the Grammys with a grain of salt. Cause I mean, it doesn't actually mean that's the best album of the year. That just means yeah. like that's the one that the people controlling the Grammys voted for. That's it. They just won the popularity contest most of the time anyway. So that's really yeah. all it is. For sure. And like honestly, this is how I feel. If if the Dreamville album 
don't win this year, J. Cole is never going to win a Grammy. Ever. It's over with. Ever? Like, this is his ever. He's, bro, they've been snubbing him for so long at this point. Like, this will confirm. This will, co- this will, like, this will kill confirm that J. Cole will never win a Grammy. <laughs> he said kill confirm. <laughs> 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 you know what's really cool? Would really be scanned though. What? If a if a song off of Revenge of the Dreamers wins a Grammy and it's a song, and J. Cole was it on? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'd be upset, bro. They would have hey, to get off of him, bro. I'd be upset. We got a ride at that point. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be stuff. That'd be good stuff. <laughs> Is all you got for us, Brandon? As far as yeah, as far as music goes, yeah. All right, then. Well, I'll take the mic then. Thanks for that little update on the music situation. So let's go ahead and talk about some of this TV stuff that's going on in the film and television. So I know y'all saw that Clone Wars uh, trailer. Oh, yeah. You know it's coming out in February, like a couple weeks from now on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. Based off that trailer, y'all, what's your expectations? I know we did this a little bit last year, but that trailer had some good things in there. Uh, well, as I do for any show that's on a streaming platform, remember, people, you can watch it on your phones. You can watch it any time of the day. There's no excuse. You can download the app. Get DC Plus now. Shameless plug out here. Anywho, now on to the Clone Wars trailer. I am really interested in seeing what happened, like, everything that happens to Ahsoka in these episodes. Ahsoka and Maul... I say are, are the two characters I'm gonna be looking out for in the Clone War, well, in the Clone Wars final season or whatever. Right. So I would like to see how, because I think with Clone Wars left off, the last thing we saw Maul was after Sidious uh, walked into his throne room, killed somebody oppressed, and then start torturing Maul, and then he told him that he wasn't gonna kill him; he had other plans for him. So if they do build off on that, I would love to see what happens there because if it's anything like I. Think it's gonna be then I think Palpatine takes Dark Maul captive or whatever. I think Dark Maul actually ends up he either ends up in the Saber duel or he ends up like escaping from uh Count Dooku and Grievous or something like that. I can't uh, remember the story off the top of my head, but it's something like that. And then with Ahsoka, I don't did we see her on Mandalore in the trailer? Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, she's yeah with the Mandalorian. Yeah, so I kind of want to see that connection there, and whatever connection that forms there, I wonder does he have any connection to uh, Sabine Wren's family in yeah, Rebels that's or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, real interesting. I can't wait for it. Yeah, there's a lot of good things that be happening this uh, in this next season. I know we saw some things like Padme being pregnant. Which is actually a surprising thing, because I know you and me talked about this, Chris, that obviously Anakin wasn't supposed to know during that time. So I want to see how they actually weave this into the storyline and see what's going to happen there. Well, he just going to overlook it. <laughs> Did you get bigger? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Next I don't know. I feel like this season is going to like dip in and dip out of episode three. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to, like, kind of like what we talked about last week. How is it going to have, like, reflections of is that we seen already in the actual episode. I want to see how, um, I want to see more of Anakin's um, involvement, like, to Darth Vader. So, like, more events that kind of sh- shows his fierceness. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be in a duality version with what, like, what we see of uh, Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. So it's like, almost like a, kind of like a diet, like a dyad, 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. like not so much. Yeah, I know. You, I see what you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as far as I feel like Obi Wan is just gonna be there because since he's about to have his own, you know, story, I, I don't think he's gonna have a major, major part in it other than just carrying on what he's been doing. Um. Yeah. Uh, who else? Let's see. Maul, Maul. Mm. Um, I think I I just want to see what got him to the place where he was at Rebels, and I'm talking about not so much the physical place where he was at, but like the mental space where he mm. almost kind of gave up on the the dark side, almost. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of want to want to see him. What what made him want to you know discover what he was looking for in Rebels? But like, hopefully, he gets a peek of that right now. Yeah, hey man, the man was stressed out. Maul been through a lot. <laughs> I mean, of course. Man got his legs cut off. His brother was killed before him. Got chased down. Got it was a lot going on with Maul, bro. He is zero and two <laughs> against one person. That's sad. His greatest rival. I do want to see a little more Anakin and Soka, though. Now that you mentioned the duality between them, because mm-hmm. now that you do mention, I am curious to know since well, since the trailer clearly shows Ahsoka like. I guess back in the sense or whatever. Uh, I don't think we are ever saw. Did you see any scenes with her and Anakin interacting? I don't remember. Mm. Like face to face. Yeah, in the trailer. I'm trying to remember. No, I don't think we did. Other, uh, other than the hologram, other than the you know the hologram. Honestly, and this is just my theory. I mm. think that that's going to happen the last episode. Probably. Yeah. I think just just because they know people are waiting for it and they think that we gonna they gonna meet up again, no. I think people are gonna that's gonna be their last second of closure. Right. And then it's gonna be literally last second, brother, and credits gonna roll. But if it's not and they do end up interacting, I wonder if it's gonna be something that happens that actually like kinda causes they gonna a fight. Yeah, they, they gonna like, fight. <laughs> I wanna see if it's gonna be something that causes a rift between their relationship that kinda helps boosted to where it's at that's where we see it in Rebels you know yeah cause in that situation well clearly he's Darth Vader and as we know once he became Darth Vader he wanted to kill anything related to Anakin Skywalker right. so Ahsoka falls into that naturally so yeah. understandable but I kind of just want to know like when when he's standing there and she's like I, I won't leave you and he takes that moment like just to stare at her like is he is he reminiscing on something that like, pissed him off? <laughs> yeah, caused him to want him to want to kill her right there. See, and and like that's the reason why I always see like okay when when y'all see Vader on the screen, y'all might not solely think about Anakin, but I solely think about Anakin every time I see Vader on the screen. I never think about like just evil him or anything. I always think about Anakin. So it's like. Everything, every time I like, uh, not it doesn't even have to be a female heroine that uh, is close to him. Every time somebody leaves him, it's like almost reminiscent of what happened to his mother. Mm-hmm. So I think every time something like that happened, he gets PO to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Like, as you can see, what happened to Padme. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think I think that's gonna be the ultimate deal. Like, well, what she already did was the ultimate deal breaker, and then the fact that. He knows that she's not coming back, mm-hmm. and then him saying, and then her saying that she's not going to leave him in Rebels is like, really? You already did. <laughs> Where were you when I needed you most? <laughs> like Obi Wan said the same thing. Guess what? I ain't got no legs. 
That story would have turned out so much different if uh, Ahsoka never left him during that time. So, yeah, there is a lot of things we do not see. I don't even know. I don't think Ahsoka could have saved him. I think she could have. I think she could have, but she was still there. Because they kind of make it pretty clear, like, the only thing that could save Anakin is someone related to him. So whether it be Padme herself, Luke, or Leia. Like it had to be a kin, like it had to be a kin relative. Cause the whole thing about Luke bringing him back to the light side was that he saw that as like his second chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. To redeem himself for the things that happened to Padme. Yeah. And then even they talk about in Episode Five when Luke like falls off the uh, little rift after Vader like candles him. He, uh, they say Vader like sees Padme when Luke's falling. Uh. So I don't know. I just don't. I don't think. Ahsoka could have ever talked Anakin off the ledge, especially when Anakin's initial reason for going to the dark side was to save Padme. I don't think it's anything Ahsoka could have told him to make him not go down that path. Oh, nah. Well, the thing is, though, they never exactly describe what the reason he needed to save Padme from was. Like, we don't know the reason Padme needed to be saved. So maybe Ahsoka mm-hmm. being there would actually, like, had her being saved. We don't know. What do you mean we don't know? We don't know exactly. We okay. So we know what Anakin crossed the dark side is to save Padme, obviously. But we don't know yeah. the reason that she was needed to be saved. We just know that mm-hmm. maybe like she was gonna die, something like that was gonna happen. We don't know exactly what was gonna happen though. Maybe mm-hmm. if Ahsoka never left, that situation never even transpires. Maybe she doesn't need to be saved at that point. Mm-hmm. I, I find that I, hard to believe. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, bro. I, I, don't, I don't see Ahsoka being the reason why. Uh, the way because the way we've been seeing Ahsoka being betrayed, like from Rebels to the movies and all these things, the voices that Ray was hearing, obviously mm-hmm. Ahsoka plays a bigger role in the Force than most of these people we've actually seen. Yeah, but her so, being like, close to Anakin could have actually changed everything. She's a what? big okay. She's a big piece of Anakin's puzzle, but it's separate from what like. It's separate from what Padme and the Obi Wan. I, I can see yeah. you saying, "I can." Now, if you would have said something like Obi Wan would have yeah. been the ultimate person, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, but not but that's, so. That's, that's his best friend. That was like, for one, that's like his brother. Well, once he got to a certain age, and Obi Wan became like his brother. But growing up, Obi Wan was like a father to him. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess that. <laughs> but I mean, like the same relationship that he had with him is like brother and master type of uh, relationship. That's exactly what mm-hmm. he has with Ahsoka. That student and master relationship, bro. Yeah, I understand that. And the whole but thing... I just, don't, I just don't see that applying to uh, saving Padme. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't think so, because even with Anakin and Obi-Wan, like you said, it's a student-master relationship. But when it came to Padme, Obi-Wan couldn't tell Anakin a thing about Padme. Like, he could not... When it came to her, he didn't want to hear nothing Obi-Wan had to say. And that goes for probably anybody else in the galaxy. He didn't want to hear what... When it came to Padme... That was his stuff. I mean, <laughs> he was fair. handling that on his own. That's definitely a fair assessment, but I think things got out of hand when Padme, I mean, not Padme, when uh, Ahsoka left. That's when things started getting out of hand, bro. I mean, yeah, it did. Like, things just started unraveling as soon as she wasn't there to pick up pieces. And then, we kind of got to look at the state Anakin was already at when she left. Anakin was already having doubts about the Jedi by that time. Like, when Ahsoka left, he was already, like, the Jedi lie. They've been lying to him. Mm. They, did, they didn't help his Padawan. They banished her. Now they asking for her back and she leaving. So he already had up to about five strikes against the Jedi just from that right there. Mm. <laughs> but you don't know how many times I kept listening to the last, pod, the last podcast we did and Chris saying, uh, yeah, you can be a Jedi Knight. 
I mean, you can be on the council, but you still a Jedi Knight. That is so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't disrespectful. Well, anyway, that is disrespectful. I ain't gonna lie. That's like the greatest disrespect you can do to a Jedi. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Tell so, this man you can never be on the council. That's messed up. So yeah. So on on top of just Padme dying, his his no. all his issues with the Jedi as it was, like I just don't think it was no one who could talk him off the ledge other than probably Padme herself. And even when she tried, he was already too far gone. Yeah. Okay. And she and she only got choked up because of Obi Wan. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, while we talking about talking him off the ledge, by that time. In episode three, when he's on Mustafar, he legitly 100% believes the Jedi are evil. Like, he believes he's doing the right thing. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. He 100% think the Jedi are legitly evil. Like, he's not saying that just to, like, make make himself feel better. Like, he's like, no, y'all the bad guys here, and I know y'all are. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's like... Debatably, the the one of the most misguided, misunderstood characters to ever, to ever grace any entertainment. How long have I been saying this? <laughs> I've been saying Dark Vader is the most understood tragic story of all time. Because none of it, in a sense, of course, there's areas where it is his fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he was so driven by fear, and of course, as as human beings, we're not supposed to be driven by fear. But it was never his. He never asked for any. Of this. Yeah, he never asked for this. Like, like of course, he said, I mean, he said in episode one, he did say he had a dream that he was a Jedi. He came back to free the slaves. But that's a ten year old kid. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I had a dream that I was the president one day. I didn't ask to be it. He never asked for this life. They showed up. They showed up day one and said, You the chosen one. You're coming back with us. What were they supposed to do? Leave him there if he's actually the chosen one? Let the dark side get to him? I mean, they got to him anyway. I mean, you're not wrong. They got to him anyway, but they can't just leave him there. I don't think the Jedi are wrong for picking the kid up and taking him in. Like, if you have an option to leave this man alone or take him in, you got to take him in. I think they could have left him alone because no. just from the things I've been watching, especially because I've been watching a lot of stuff about Clone Wars lately. And you remember the last couple episodes of Clone Wars when Yoda was doing his training to become a Force Ghost with the uh, Force Priestesses? Yeah, yeah. So pretty much I watched a breakdown on those episodes with like last night or whatever. And essentially the whole message behind the Priestesses, like talking to Yoda, is they're trying to get Yoda to admit and pipe understand that order 66 has to happen like the jedi have to die yeah in order for them to like win in the long term you know what i mean so with that being said to bring around to the original point i feel like that like order 66 was gonna happen with or without anakin you know what i mean like cities would have found cities were gonna find another apprentice no matter what yeah so let's say anakin is left on tatooine and he isn't a jedi or anything man I think the universe might be in better hands. It might be a lot safer because Pal- Palpatine don't know about Anakin, so therefore he's not trying to finesse him and turn him to the dark side. Yeah. Anakin keeps his pure heart. He stays with his mother. Uh, there's a good chance. I mean, it's a good chance his mother probably still does end up dying because of the Tusken Raider situation. Yeah. But if Anakin's there, then probably not. I so mean, I, 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 I see what you're saying, but like at the same time, without Anakin being part of the story, like in any regards besides him like being on Tatooine still, mm-hmm. that means half the Clone Wars they lose. Anakin yeah. is a great reason for half the battles they won. 
Yeah, yeah. Dooku yeah. also lives and kills off half the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan mm-hmm. probably dies in some mess we don't even know about because he's by himself. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka mm-hmm. never gets trained, which means other people never get helped anyway. Because she always comes okay. Anakin help other people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the bright side, Mace might be alive. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everybody else is dead at that point. So... I'm cool with that alternative. I know you are. Not me. <laughs> I'm 100% okay with that alternative. Maybe Anakin changing to the dark side was actually the best thing that could happen for the Jedi, to be honest. Because, yeah, I mean, he did have to, he had to fall to the dark side. Yeah. Let's see. Mace, op. <laughs> Get him up out of there. Obi-Wan, op. Wow. Get him up out of there. <laughs> Yoda, Yoda used to be an op, but I'll let him live now. Uh, Everybody else that was on the Jedi Council, op. They know what they did. I you know your whole count, your whole entire order is messed up. When the force itself says, "Y'all gotta die, y'all gotta go," <laughs> the force let the dark side take over. It let the dark side take over because the Jedi were wrong. <laughs> Come on, bro. They, got to <laughs> they were just too content with their old way of thinking, <laughs> and essentially that old way of thinking helped the, the helped the Empire form. Yeah, after the Old Republic Wars, bro, that's when everything went wrong. <laughs> that's when everything went wrong. They changed mentalities, everything went wrong there. But while we're still talking about, like, Disney and, like, Star Wars and stuff, have y'all heard about, like, the new Disney partnership that might be coming out soon with, like, Secret Cinema? Mm-mm. If y'all know what Secret Cinema is, it's basically, like, this live immersive experience thing. They basically take your favorite movie and they make it into, like, a live immersive experience. So, say, for Star Wars, for example, say you watch a Star Wars, bro, the most recent one. They would actually build the set there while you all there in the audience, and you'll be watching it like that. You're actually in the movie type of thing, I guess you could say. You're basically the background characters in the movie as it goes oh. on. It's almost like you're in an auditorium slash stadium thing, and the sets keep changing as the movie progresses, still with the um, sound effects and everything still going on, but you're watching it right there. So it's the real actors, right? Yeah, it's the real actors still. I mean... It sounds kind of jiggy. Yeah, so it's it. I mean, <laughs> it, it sounds like it could be interesting. So, I mean, I w- I'd be okay with it. But, yeah, they said yeah. they're taking Disney's biggest projects from uh, Avengers to Star Wars and, like, everything, bro. Sound like a, a rich person's activity. I mean, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you, know who, you know who this is funded by. Come on. Brandon always the three letter word. There you go. The six letter word. The six letter word. There you go. Bruh, in 2027, they're going to have their own army. <laughs> the Disney Troopers? <laughs> the real Imperials. <laughs> I'm joining. I mean, no. nah, I mean, I feel like you can't get more immersive than Galaxy's Edge, bruh. <laughs> we got to go. Y'all seen that new ride, the Rise of Resistance ride? Uh uh-uh. uh. Bruh. Bruh. So, so you, you, I know what a dark ride is, right? Like the one that you just sit and watch, like that Harry Potter ride yeah. at Universal Studios. Yeah. So basically, with Rise of Resistance, obviously it's taking place in the the sequel, um, the sequel trilogy. Kylo got an animatronic in the ride. There's actual, like, there's two operating. AT uh, or uh, yeah, AT ATs, bro. Oh, yeah. it, oh, it's crazy. Is is there's an animatronic fan, an animatronic General Husk? It's lit. And the storyline is canon. You already been to it? Nah, I watched it though. <laughs> Close enough. Shoot. We gotta go. Right, that do sound lit. 
I'm going. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for y'all. You don't talk about that. I might have to make that next summer thing. I already got a summer trip planned. <laughs> oh. I got my summer trip planned. It is that. Must <laughs> <laughs> be nice. We're talking about TV shows and stuff. So Netflix just had the biggest premiere for one of their shows, and that was The Witcher. I'm actually honestly surprised that The Witcher was like their, one of their biggest like shows that premiered on there. I was not mm-hmm. expecting that, to be honest. Uh, I haven't seen. Have I seen? No, I haven't seen the episode of Witcher yet. Yeah, I, like I watched it. It wasn't bad at all. But like, I'm just surprised. Like, this is what did it for me. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because when you think about it, okay, let's think about the Witcher by itself. A lot of people play the that the whole the game itself is over 400 hours of gameplay. Yeah, the fan base for that is crazy. Um, so you got a whole bunch of gamer fans. That's watching this. That's coming to Netflix to watch this. You have a whole bunch of Game of Thrones fans looking for the next best thing that's not Game of Thrones. Those are two big. Those are two big fan bases right. by themselves. You right? I didn't even think about that. So it's time. like when you when that when that adds up, that's only one half of their watchers, and then you just have the Netflix community that's just looking to watch a new show. Period. That's a lot of people. <laughs> so when you think about that demographic. I'm like, eh, they did the right thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're definitely not wrong with that. I just would have thought it would have been like Stranger Things or something. Like I'm, I just didn't think it would have been The Witcher. I feel like Stranger Things is very popular, but at the same, I don't think a lot. It's not many people hip to Stranger. Yeah, I'm about to say it's not a lot of people as hip to Stranger Things as it, yeah. as it is the uh, The Witcher. Yeah, people just watch that first season and then. Like honestly, like I love Stranger Things a lot, but people watch the first season that haven't watched the second season yet. And the second season's been out for what? Years. Three years? Three years? Yeah, something like that. So yeah, so I don't think people are really that big of fans of Stranger Things like that. Nah. It uh, the only problem with Stranger it starts off slow. So it's hard for like people to really get on the wave as they would like a show that probably drops you right into something good because each season of Stranger Things is probably like four episodes of build up and then like okay we in the nitty gritty now facts and then it's only like what eight episodes total so yeah (laughs) (laughs) so by the time you get your feet wet it's like oh we're done facts it's understandable yeah okay what else like but what else I don't even uh, other than okay Stranger Things you got Stranger Things for one that that could have been that but like what else Netflix original could have been maybe you, but uh, yeah. not everybody yeah. watches you like I'm that. I'm not saying not everybody watches that though. Yeah, yeah, maybe it had to be The Witcher. I don't know. This is a The Witcher is a because well every other thing that's on Netflix is it is a new concept, so it's kind of hard for people to warm up to new concepts. Yeah. So Witcher is a concept that people already know. Yeah, so it wouldn't have been that hard to bring out. I I can see what you definitely mean by that, yeah. Okay, I I guess when you put it that way, it definitely does make sense. So yeah, I I give it to you. Well, the last thing I got for the TV and film section is to talk about the new Bloodshot trailer that just dropped with Vin Diesel. Um, As y'all don't, well, maybe y'all actually do know or maybe you don't know, I don't know. But he is a comic book hero from a different comic series. I don't remember the exact one. But this, I guess you could say, it's a new... I want to say it's almost like a new twist on superhero stuff because we're not seeing like the regular series of like you know DC versus Marvel anymore. We're seeing a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different comics starting to like rise up and things like that. So that's kind of why I wanted to bring attention to this one. What do y'all think about like bringing in, I guess you could say, 
I'm not gonna say lower tier comics, but like maybe not as known comics. Uh, I like it. I, I had a coworker at my old job. He's really into like just well, he's in the comics period. But he kind of got me on to the wave of comics that's like outside of DC and Marvel. Yeah, and those like those independent well comic artists and everything. They make some real good content and like some very good stories that you will because they can do what see. they want. Exactly. You will never see some of the content that they have in like a DC or Marvel or whatever. And it's, they still get deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think, well, I, I like all comics, period. Like, of course, DC and Marvel are the most well known and the most uh, I've spent money on. But like Valiant Comics, uh, Image Comics, all those. Are, like, y'all, I know y'all know, uh, like, y'all hip about Hellboy. That's yeah. comic books. Y'all hip about Spawn. Y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all know about Spawn. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, I know. I think Watchmen is DC, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Watchmen is DC. So never mind. Forget about that. But like, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of lore uh, out there with a I guess you could say lesser known comic establishments. So um, I don't know. I'm not really I'm I'm not really familiar with Bloodshot, and I haven't seen the trailer yet, but. Uh, I can only get so much of Vin Diesel, like just like The Rock. It's <laughs> a little bit here and there. I feel you. I feel you. Cause he, like, in a sense, he kind of plays the same roles, but just like that Triple X movie that he's in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He kind of, you kind of figured how he's gonna carry out the role. Yeah, that's what I said. He he does kind of do like the same roles over and over again. I would have to. Almost assume it's almost the exact same thing, except he's in a skin tight suit. So I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Uh, Chris, you got to state your issue this week. I feel like you've been having some beef with Brandon today, so I just want to make sure it's not him. Uh, I, I ain't gonna put him on the state your issue this week. I mean, the, the beef is there because he clearly came by my team a couple of times. But you know, if he was late, I, I, I always thought of Brandon as my apprentice. You know, <laughs> I always thought of my apprentice. But late, lately. Lately, he's been trying to, you know, he's been trying to come at his throne. Throne. Yes. I don't need your throne. And like I tell people in Junk Uno, you don't come for the throne, you better not miss. All right, Palpatine. Strike <laughs> me down. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I didn't tell him to strike me down. I'm just saying, if he does, he better not miss. <laughs> oh, and all I got to say... Just make sure your throne is there before you sit down. Man scheming underneath, I see. Oh! Alright. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Okay, alright. Let's go ahead and get to these questions then that people asked us. So, for the first okay. question, do you think music is getting better or worse? Uh, I feel like this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> You could start it off though, right? Uh, what you think? I'm trying to think. I, I want to know what y'all think first. I want to know what y'all think first. Because y'all think, don't talk about music enough for me. I want to hear y'all opinions. I think <laughs> that music has gotten to a point where. I want to say, in, yeah. Anybody, anybody can make it. And I don't say that in a bad way, uh-huh. but. Music is meant to be for everybody. So, whatever is classified as good or bad, like it has it has a fan base somewhere. You know what I mean? That's fair. 
<laughs> so even though even the worst music has a fan base. So, but that means I think mu- I think music is just a thing where it, I don't think you can measure it on a thing whether it's good or bad because you can look at any era of music and you can uh, pick out the the highlight songs or the highlight albums of that time. Like you can go to Michael Jackson time, pick out the Thriller albums or whatever. You can go to the '90s and talk about Tupac. You can go to the 2000s and talk about Lil Wayne. Like music goes on and on; it's forever changing. Yeah. So whether it's good or bad, I mean, whether it's getting better or worse, you can't really you can't really measure that because music has never been something that has just been like solely one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's all it's all kinds of music. So all kinds of music is forever changing. So with that being said, I just think. Music is forever in the state of evolving, and whatever you want to make of that, you can make of that. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm kind of in that same mentality right now. I'm not gonna say worse because, like you were saying, I think music is for the the audience. Like whoever likes it, they're gonna like it. So I'm not gonna say worse, but I want to say like maybe like the genre I listen to, I would say like it's not as good as it used to be to me at least. I, I think we had better years, but that's just me. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to say it was worse, though. I'm not going to say the music is getting worse. I, I think it's just like Chris is saying. It's evolving. It's changing. It's not the same anymore. So, I mean, if you're still missing some of the old stuff, you might just have to go back to that because, obviously, people are not doing that old stuff no more. So, it's just a different type of music now. That's all. What about you, Brando? Brando? So, I'm going to say it like this. Like, this is going to be corny, of course, but... Music is in the ear of the beholder, right? So what I mean by that is we live in a time period where we have a whole bunch of old heads that's very critical about how music isn't the same about, back, you know, back in their day, blah, 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 stuff like that. We have a lot of new kids that's this is all they know, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have record labels that capitalize on what's new. We have streaming. Streaming is everything now. Nobody's buying digital Nobody's getting anything tangible as far as cassettes or CDs or vinyl. Well, people are still getting vinyl for that vintage feel, but people aren't really like copping vinyl like at a rate where it's actually making any sales jump. So with that being said, um, music is just... it's just in an evolve in an evolved space as a whole because like it's we're it's experimental because everybody and their mama is making music right now mm. and that can like no nobody just wants to be the fan anymore mm-hmm. if that makes sense nobody just wants to be the fan and like if okay that person inspires me I'm gonna do what they do if they made it like nobody just wants to be the fan and just like okay I like the music and I'm gonna just listen to it I don't have to do what they say in the music we're losing a lot like we're losing a lot of people even though music with music culture we've always lost people because of drugs mm. but like it's starting to pick back up to the rock and roll era when the 27 club was happening and that's solely because of the the you know the topics in music that people are covering and people are starting to be inspired by it and honestly losing their lives because like future said himself, I kind of regret, you know, being the bearer of, you know, drug rap and how people are losing their lives, overdosing, kids are trying to, that I'm talking about. But I don't really think that's really stopping him and not to pick on, not to pick on future in particular, but this man, and life is good, and life is good, this man literally said something about Percocet. (laughs) So it's like, okay, he issued an apology, but 
He's still talking him. about it. He's still talking about it. So, and I mean, I know music also comes with trauma. We make uh, us as you know, our culture as black people. We make our music because of our trauma, and that's kind of how drug rap started. But then we got the whole these kids in the new wave. That me and Chris was talking about this earlier, or uh, like earlier this weekend, Instagram, the whole like new age of depression. Yeah, because nowadays everybody got depression. Everybody. Everybody got depression because they had a bad day. Because mm-hmm. they had one bad day. Not because of trauma they gone through as a child. Rich people, people mm-hmm. that are blown with a silver spoon in their mouth, don't have don't have one thing and have depression. And so it's bad. All of, go no, ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, and it's bad just because we live in a time where it's like you you can't deny someone the right to say they're depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, I understand it fully because it goes back to what we were saying earlier. You never fully know. You never really know. Yes. But at the same time, it's just like, homie, you ain't depressed. Yeah, like, are <laughs> right? you really? <laughs> like, you, you sad. Like, you just throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah, like, you're you're upset. Like, just go eat some food, go watch the show, calm down, right. come back in 20 minutes and talk to me about it. Like, so, and with that being said, that whole genre of emo rap is in right now. Juice World was one, uh, Trippy Red, Shoot X. Like, yeah, it's it's a lot, and it's just it's just like I said, it's just, just evolving at this point. I hope it gets better as far as what it's doing for the culture, but. You know, like music is never just one thing. That music, music will never be just inside one box and stay there. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, so as far as my, what I think about, it, is it getting worse or better? I feel like it's just getting, it's just evolving with the time. Yeah. That's all. That's all music can do is evolve with time. That's a fair answer. I think on a scale of like just uh, hip hop scale, though, I think hip hop is kind of real jingle based. Like, I listen to uh, songs now. They just got something catchy to it, and it always just reminds me of. Uh, you, Brady, you watch the Jamie Foxx show? I yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You remember, like, how his job was to just do jingles with, like, this yeah, man yeah. at the same time was, like, a legit artist, like, wanting to be a legit artist, but that was pretty much, like, his way into things. Mm-hmm. That's the way I kind of see, like, at least the hip-hop industry now in some areas. Yeah. Like, they're, just, they're paying these they're paying these kids to the jingle, and it's blowing up. You get yeah. a catchy uh, chorus, man. That's all you need. A nice chorus. Oh, yeah, yeah. everything. But yeah, I'm with Brandon. Music as a whole, it's always in motion, it's always evolving, always changing. All right, and there you go. So for the next question we got on here, what's the worst matchup for you, Freddy Krueger or Jason? I'm gonna go with Freddy. Yeah, Freddy is yeah. my boy. <laughs> you know, y'all know I sleep. Y'all know if it's anything I'm gonna do in life, I'm gonna sleep. This might be the worst time I ever. I think I'm going to go to the other side, guys. I think I'm going to go with Jason. Josiah, we handle that man on Friday the 13th all the time. Yeah, but I, you see what I mean? All the time. That, that's the difference here, Chris. All the time. You only got to do with Freddy Krueger when you sleeping. Jason is a 24-7 thing. That means you got to be attentive at all times, Chris. All you times. Bo- you better have the boosters, man. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Nah, bro. Mm-mm. That's too much work, bro. I don't know. Anybody that can get me while I'm asleep, I don't want no smoke with he can get you, bro. Jason can get you either way. I mean, if I'm awake, I can run. <laughs> but I'm like, if I'm awake, well, at least with Freddy, if I'm awake, I know I'm safe. But the scary part is, if I'm asleep, 
It's just nothing I can do. Like it's just literally nothing. He can get Shoot. me in my dream. He's gonna with kill Freddy, me in my Freddy, dream. Wake up, bro. With Freddie, bro, with Freddie, you don't even you don't even have to be sleep, bro. <laughs> Josiah can be sleeping. He can come for you, Chris. Like <laughs> he does not Anybody, have to. You do not have to be sleep. I don't want no smoke with Freddie. Just Jason. I just feel like I can. It's not likely that I'll find my way out the situation, but I feel like I can find my way out that situation. I mean, I haven't seen any of the, like, the recent Jason movies, but, like, based on Friday the 13th, like, the old game and the old movies, like, back then, it was hard to get away from Jason. I do get that. But now with the technology we got, bro, I think you can ex- successfully get away from this man for a good long time. Mm-hmm. Well, how, how am I going to get away from a person that can attack me in my dreams? Look, man, like you said, it's only in your sleep. Maybe we going to come up with a pill or a machine that you don't sleep. I don't know. There will never be a moment in this lifetime know, where I'm skipping off on sleep. <laughs> I don't know, bro. You, we might have to consider it, bro. I don't sacrifice sleep for no man or no <laughs> no person. <laughs> I don't right, sacrifice then. sleep for nothing. It's fair, <laughs> but we might <laughs> agree to disagree with this one, I guess. So, for the final question we got for the podcast this week, what's more disrespectful to DM someone and not respond, or to just tell them you're not interested? Oh uh, wait, is it? So I'm D- I'm DMing someone and they're not responding. Yeah, okay, let me give you guys a little bit of background for this one because they say I can release some information. So uh-huh. say you're a person and you message them. I'm not going to give the gender, but say you message them. Okay. Um, and say they don't answer. So you say, okay, they didn't answer today. I'm going to hit them back up later. Say you message them a, day, a couple of days later. And you say, all right, you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. Just tell me you've seen somebody. But uh-huh. suddenly something happens, right? Say they mm-hmm. post your, uh, your messages online and say, man, you acting kind of crappy right now over here trying to get at me and all this type of stuff. You think it's more disrespectful for her just to say in the DMs just to say, you know, I'm not interested or he to say I'm not interested or is it more disrespectful to just post something online like that? Uh, Didn't we already have a discussion earlier about DMs and this is exactly why you don't go in the DMs? Obviously this must be a new fan, bro, because they don't listen. <laughs> you don't go in the if it's you don't go into strangers DMs because you don't know what kind of clout they're looking for. That's all male or female people look for clout, yeah. and it's always going to be that one person who who wants to feel like they're, I guess, extra popular, extra wanted, or getting extra attention, and they're going to ignore your messages. They're going to let them stack up, and they're going to screenshot them, and they're going to post them on whatever feed they wanted to to make to make it appear like they're just all that in the bag of chips. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just, you just gotta be careful, man. Like we said before, the DMs are a dangerous place. It ain't for the weak hearted. So if you do go into some DMs, you just gotta be prepared for any possible scenario, including being screenshotted. Right. So whatever you say, you better make sure it's screenshot except like acceptable. <laughs> That's what you just never write it down. Period. <laughs> Richard Montgomery. He said it best, bro. Or do something face to face or call. You don't write it. Never down. write it down. Because <laughs> once they, they will never let you live it down. And it's on social media forever. Exactly. What do you think, Brandon? What about you? I don't know about y'all. But they gonna have to catch me, bro. I don't care. Like, bro, if I if I'm scre- if I'm if I'm sliding a, a stranger DMs, bro, and she screenshot it, bro, who does she know that I know? Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. 
Bro. I like that mentality right there. And if they, if they don't respond, so be it. I'm not talking to you no more. If you leave me on scene, guess what? Okay, that's cool. If you say, if you tell me, if you tell me that you're not interested, the free, the, like, they always say, like, no, 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 no. What's the, what's the saying? Like, if, if they got, if they got a, if they got a situation, they got a boyfriend or something like that, and they tell you that, oh yeah, they, they got a boyfriend and they say that they not interested. They lying. <laughs> they lying because they should have just left it on scene. Like, the fact that you reached out and responded kind of makes you more like, I don't know. It's like, a, it, 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 it's a Chris. Yeah, the worst I, thing I to that. give a nigga is hope. I feel that. Like, why, you, why would you reach no out at all? I feel that. I feel that. That but it's not disrespectful on nobody's part. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you did go to their social media. Yeah. DM them. So you came to their crib. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> you walked to their crib, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Be prepared to walk. Be prepared to walk out without the stuff that you brought. And, and that was kind of going to be my point. Like, either way, I mean, you kind of did this to yourself. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know what you expected to happen, but, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done it, period, unless you knew for a fact this was going to work out. So, yeah. Damn, you can't get mad. You can't get mad at nothing that they do at all. Mm-hmm. You don't, You can't. You, you got to take your L sometimes. You just got to take the L. This is one the, DM, the DMs are a battlefield, bro. And it's not for the weak-hearted by no means. Facts. <laughs> by no means. I hope you take this advice. God gives his God gives his greatest battles. <laughs> his strongest soldiers. So you can re up for the next battle, I guess. That's what Brandon's telling you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> take some time off. Don't go right back in the battle. Like take some time off. Get your mental right and everything. Get your head back in the they game. They don't have to catch me. Every shot you don't take, you don't make, bro. <laughs> Some shots ain't worth taking, dog. Some shots ain't worth taking, <laughs> bro. Jr. Smith, shoot! <laughs> I have learned <laughs> there are some shots you just not worth taking, bro. I'm pulling up half. I understand you got to risk it to get the biscuit, but sometimes that At biscuit ain't cooked. Sometimes the biscuit ain't cooked all the way, bro. It ain't a good biscuit. Yeah, I agree with Chris on this one, bro. Put it back in the Everything that glitters ain't gold. I, I agree with Chris on this one. Some shots you don't take, bro. Some shots you just don't take. Leave Thanks, it alone. Bro. I ain't, I ain't shot a shot since. Hmm. Bro, you can say 2012, bro. Every time Chris says since, 2012 is the first year he lets off. No, no. That's, on, that's only... When Josiah and Caleb try to accuse me of having females in my life, and I say, no, I haven't had that since 2012. Look, fans, if we ever have, like, a prequel podcast, we're doing a 2012 sequel. <laughs> As Queenie will know what happened in 2012, bro, Chris. We need the whole backstory. It's going to be two seasons of 2012, because we didn't know what happened in that year. Y'all want to hear my backstory, bro? I ain't going to hold you. I was always Team Chris and... Somebody else that we gonna say off uh off air. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Bro. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. You see? Like, oh <laughs> my god. Bro, you was really rooting for that? You don't, you don't even know who I was gonna say, bro. I it's do know who you're gonna say. I know who you, you don't. 
You don't. Let me let me mute my mic real quick. Damn. Let me mute his mic, bro. like. Okay, bro. Like, I'm. We ain't gonna say her names, but like everybody hated her, bro. But I was like, bro, I don't even know, bro. But you know what I'm saying? It's the Road Ones podcast. Chris is mad as hell. Besides, <laughs> we're here in the cut. We out here all 2020 long. 2020 vision. I can't see you. Why do we hang out? I don't know anymore. I really don't. <laughs> we out of here. Ow.